Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We're going to talk this week about living to give. You know, how many of you know today that God is a giver? If you want Him to pour out His blessings and favor in your life, then you must learn to be a giver and not only a taker. And so we're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to talk about that a little bit this week, and we're going to get some revelation on this, and we're going to try to give you uh, some, just some nuggets that you can just chew on as you're riding down the road or you're, you're listening. What we're trying to do here is just bring you some encouragement and bring you some uplifting on a daily basis. So we see here in Acts chapter 20, verse 35 in the King James Version, remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And then in John 3, 16, you know it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believed in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And I hear so many people so many times say, well, you know, you just need to give it without expecting anything back. But did, did, did God give His Son not expecting anything back? He was expecting a family. And those are the things that we've got to understand. You know, there's so many people nowadays who are bluntly, unashamedly living for themselves. You know, society kind of teaches us to look out today for just, number one, look out for who we are, what we are, and look after our four and no more. So, in other words, what's in it for me? Uh, but, you know, we are a me generation, and, and sometimes it spills over into our relationship with God, our families, and really one another. But I want you to understand something. This selfish attitude condemns us to living a shallow, unrewarding life. No matter how much we require for ourselves, we are never satisfied. You know, there's a lot of truth in that. One of the greatest challenges that we face in our quest to enjoy our, our lives now is the temptation to live selfishly because we believe that God wants the best for us, and, and we do believe that. And that we believe that God wants us to prosper. We, we believe that. But it's easy to slip into that subtle trap of selfishness and just being and focusing everything about us. And I, and I think we're living in that society today that everybody's thinking about, number one. Not only will you avoid that pitfall, but you will have more joy than you ever dreamed possible when you learn to give, which is the seventh step, the sixth step to living in your full potential. You know, if you want to live in your full potential, if you want to live your best life now, you got to have an attitude that says, who can I bless today? Now think about that just a minute. Who have you walked around today? You ever been in a line and you're getting coffee in the morning and, and somebody buys the one behind you, buys yours and they're parked behind you? Or maybe you buy somebody's that's ahead of you or behind you. You know, God is a giver. And if you want to experience a new level of God's joy, if you want to pour out His blessing and favor in your life, then you must learn to be a giver and not a taker. You know, we're living in a society that so many people feel like they have entitlement. They feel like, you know, you owe them something. But if you want to break the power of the past and the change of limitations, change of limitations and the feelings of inadequacy, learn what God has to say about you and allow Him to rebuild your self-image. You've you got to do that. So we were not made to function as self-involved people thinking only of ourselves. We were designed to think about other people. We were designed to look after one another. We were designed to care for one another and submit to one another and love one another and cherish one another. That, that was the way that God created us. God created us to be givers and not just takers and not be uh, selfish in our desires. You know, you think about it. 
You, you don't have to teach a baby to say mine. They say mine. That's probably one of the first words that most babies say. You know, m- mom and dads want to say they say daddy or mama, but really most of the time the first lear- word they learn is mine. Why? Because they're born with that instinct to be that way. But through the grace and love and compassion of Jesus Christ, we can be givers. We can be concerned about people. You know, you ride by people and you see them on the street and they got signs held up and what do you think? What's the first thought that comes into your mind? Is it, well, they need to get a job or they're probably sorry and not willing to work or they're an alcoholic or what's your first thought? Your first thought would be, is you don't even know anything about them and immediately just because they're out there, you begin to judge them. You begin to throw your ideas that you know exactly why they're out there. You, you really don't. Don't. They may have been through a crisis. They may have been through uh, uh, all kinds of situations that you have no earthly idea about and why they're out there. So when you think about that sometimes, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. And you will never be truly fulfilled as a human being until you learn the secret, simple, uh, secret, s- the simple secret of how to give your life away. And I think that's what Jesus did. He was a giver. So I want you to ask yourself a few things over the next few weeks as you're traveling and riding and you see in situations. Don't be so quick to judge, but learn to let your life be a life of gift to everybody else. And I think you're going to see the beauty of grace and the fulfillment of your purpose.